forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Hello? Hi. Are you there? We're oh. recording. What? I said, are you there? We're re- recording. What do you mean? I'm recording this phone call. We're st- Right now? We can start the show. Oh, hello! <laughs> Hold on. Let me put it on my headphones then so th- this will sound better. Yeah, and the closer... Um, I have the mic for the phone as elevated as possible. But the more you can scream, can you scream? Wait. Okay, so I have my headphones with a little microphone on it. Yeah. Are you holding that near your mouth? It is now right next to my mouth. Great. You sound great. Ah! (laughs) What? Sorry. Hold on. I have to go to a different room. Oh, okay. Because Michael, my boyfriend, is working from home today. and He's on an actual real business call. Oh, <laughs> we're on a real screamed. business call. You sound great, by the way, on here. It'll be it'll be good. Oh, I'm so glad our Bluetooth ads will, that I'm doing will sound great. How was the interview? The interview was great. Why don't you give everyone a rundown of what's been happening? Hold on, let me move to the guest bedroom. Oh, she's a diva. She's got a guest bedroom. <laughs> I have a guest bedroom, and I'm going to record in. Okay, so my only concern is that my Wi-Fi is. Uh, as strong back here. I can call okay. you on either Wi-Fi or data. Perfect. So listen up, divas. <laughs> Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Today we have had a wonderful day of just trying to navigate the internet and how to record with social distancing existing. Um, unfortunately, we were unable to get our guest and me and Dipper and our producer all on one working call slash internet thing so i screamed at some people dipper maybe said some things that he regrets we don't know but we'll see how this goes hello how is your quarantina going <laughs> quarantina quarantina uh, aguilera yeah exactly um you know i think it's good uh when i don't have anything to do uh, when my job is to like get up and make myself food and then like watch a movie from 10 years ago on my phone, I do great. But, um, when I'm expected to like try to make something happen in a, in a new and unusual environment, uh, I got real stressed out real fast. <laughs> oh yes. You just got, I screamed at you a minute ago, but and, we're, you know, <laughs> and normally, normally I just let you scream at me, but today I popped back. Yes, you did clap back, to which I said, oh, we're all on the same page today. <laughs> I was like, well, do you have a productive solution? Because I'm at least offering something. And I was like, listen, my productive solution is that we hang out and do these together in a room together. And I was like, that's not productive. That's literally not going to help us. Though anyway. I do have a vision. This is this is my vision. Um, that I drive to your house and I park behind your house. Exactly. And then I leave my prius running which is battery and i plug the recorder into my prius and then um i uh 
put a microphone cable like out the window of my car and then you come out with rubber gloves and like Lysol it down and then you take it through the kitchen window and you sit in your house and I sit in my car and we do the podcast and we'll be like 20 feet from one another. Honestly, I would prefer that more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe we'll do it next week if I'm allowed to leave the house. Let's try it. Yeah, if we're even allowed to leave. Oh my gosh. This quarantine is everything was going great until today hit. Today today was rough. You went out into the world though. I because my internet hasn't been working, which you just told me is probably because everyone in the world is trying to use the internet. Yeah, but I think we're all we, just sitting on Wi Fi right now. Yeah. But I so we paid extra to like upgrade the internet because we knew we'd both be working from home and need the internet for me to be on Instagram. And it <laughs> um So we paid for it, and it went up, and it was supposed to be all doing this stuff, and it's actually running slower than the service we had before. Oh, no. So then they were like, it's probably your defaulty uh, Wi-Fi tower. Take it to a Spectrum store. So we had to go to the mall, and then the mall was closed. Like, the Spectrum store inside the mall was open, and we kept calling, and they were like, yeah, we're open. And I was like, but we can't get in the mall. And he goes, oh, man, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) So then we had to go to a second Spectrum store inside, and, like, everyone there was standing really far away and so you we wouldn't put the thing on the counter and then we stepped away and then they went up to the counter and like took it it was very creepy wow yeah i was surprised at how many people out at the grocery store were not like seemed like they had no understanding of what social distancing was yes like these pe- I, I'm like, what What news are you reading? Like, yes, we're allowed to go to the grocery store because I ran out of food that I needed. So I went to the grocery store. But it's like, I'm trying to stand far away from you and you're hovering over me while I'm picking out like some produce. Oh, I went to go pick this old lady was like, I can't reach this thing. So I went up and grabbed it. And before I even knew it, I looked down and she was basically in my face saying thank you. Oh like my god. breathing in my mouth. I was like, oh my god, this is how it is. That's insane. Listen, I don't know what else. How much, how much quarantine bits can we do? I'll you know keep what I going. Mean? Should we talk about something else? No, I'm just wondering like when this won't be funny. I mean, I think the only way for it to for us to weather the storm is for it to be funny. Um, you have to make jokes. I mean, like we're going to be in our houses for weeks. Yeah. So all we have to do is like, how many times have you watched cats already? Not enough, but someone did send me a full length video of a production of, of the first touring cast of wicked, but see, it's not the Broadway, but it's not the Broadway. So don't you, it's not the Broadway one. So it doesn't feel as big. So if anyone has a cast recording of a Broadway wicked and by recording, you you mean, I want the professional one. I don't want one that was like snuck in and like videotaped and it's super illegal. I want one because they always, I know that they record them for the archives. So if someone has access to. What you're saying is the video, the video recording. The video, yes. Right. Oh, not the, I don't want the original Castaway for like musical (laughs) recording. I, ugh, Idina Menzel? No, thank you. Yeah, you can stream that. She has, I, she can barely scream it now. I said stream, but you said scream and I know what you're talking about. Um, what have you, what have you been cooking? What have you been eating? I made a lovely puttanesca today. Really? Wait, what is that? It means horse pasta. (laughs) Okay. So right up your alley. It's just just like, I don't know. It's just like a can of crushed red tomatoes and some olives and uh, anchovies and 
And did I you put, did I you put s- mushrooms and some chard in it? When you announced that it was ready, did you say it in an accent? Putanesca. <laughs> Calling all the whores, I've got a putanesca. And I ate it alone. Oh, you're seeing famous people on your street nowadays, aren't you? Yes, all the time now. Well, because everyone's locked in. So they're just taking a stroll? So I think the only thing they can do is just kind of like walk up and down the street. Um, yes, down the street from me. Should I say? I mean, no one knows where I live, but there's... You can do what we always do on oh, uh, this television out. show. Uh, yeah. Just bleep it out. I just found out that <laughs> is like my neighbor <laughs> across the street. And then down the street is that redheaded kid from... Well, I think you should just hang out out front and say like, hey, I neighbor. I think I should throw a, 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 base, a baseball into his backyard and be like, remember that movie? You should just do, do some bits. Some bits and bobs. Okay, so what has your experience been trying to entertain yourself? Like, what have you been doing in, like, the eight hours that you'd normally be out every day? Well, I am, I am like, feeling motivated to do projects, which I know is just, like, dumb and stupid. But also, like, I am feeling motivated by... Um, like some things that have been on my to-do list for a while. So I'm trying to do that. I'm I'm also trying to clean. Um it's not super uh productively happening, but I'm I'm trying my best. I um did something I was really proud of today though after I got back from the grocery store is I cleaned all of my vegetables in like a vinegar like a vinegar and water bath. Ooh. Cuz you know, they're just out at the grocery store. And people is out here. I saw a woman in a lovely pair of uh, leather shearling gloves. What? I don't understand. Just why can't there be eggs? You know what? I'm not going to get into it. Everyone's <laughs> just grabbing everything. There's nothing for anybody. Yeah, this exactly. It's terrible. And I went to the. I watched that movie Outbreak. Did you no, watch that? see, ever- this is where this is where to me you've made a mistake. No, see, <laughs> it was maybe the greatest decision I've ever had in my life. Why? Well, because, okay, it was actually, you're right, I probably did make a mistake, because we watched it, and then we went to the grocery store, and if you've ever seen that movie Outbreak, anytime the virus is transferred from person to person, the camera, like, zooms in, so, like, the monkey would scratch a guy's face, and the camera zoomed in, and it goes, like, boom, and I just felt like that walking around the grocery store, like, anytime someone got near me, I just, like, zoomed in on him, and I was like, oh, my God, this is it. I, did you wear gloves at the grocery store? No, but we we don't touch anything. That's like fine. I had my hands in my pocket, and then when we got home, I literally just threw all my clothes in the washing machine and took a shower. Oh, you better do it. I wear gloves at the grocery store, but the gloves that I have are black because they're for fisting. fisting. <laughs> I bet you've been going to the grocery. What are all the gays doing? Like, I'm sure most of the grinder gays don't care about getting this. So they're probably still hooking up. It's literally wild. First of all, I saw a clip on Twitter of a dude that I follow who has a really big dick in um, the UK. And he posted something on his OnlyFans of him. You know that meme that was going around of like a dude in a hazmat suit knocking on a door, but his ass was out in a jockstrap? Yes. This guy set that up and they were in hazmat suits with the crotches cut out and they were fucking with masks on. You like that shit, don't you? I do, I do. Necessity is the mother of invention. No, because you know it can be spread fecally, right? Fecally? I didn't even know you could say that. <laughs> you don't know that word, fecally? 
Fecally. How'd Fecally. you get it? Ooh, girl. Fecally. Ooh, girl. Fecally. Hey, listen. Fecally always late to the game. Why is she always late? We said 2.30. Um, wait, so you know what is happening tonight that I'm so excited to watch, and I just hope the internet holds up. I'm not saying that to be shady. I'm saying that because I really want it to happen. Is, is bitch, bitch Puddin's Puddin. digital drag, drag show. Sure. Yeah. I think it starts at 7 or 10. Look it up. It's going to be on Twitch. $10 suggested. I'm very excited to watch it. I'm excited to see what everyone does. Me too. I, I know that like the cast that she has, it's not going to just be a bunch of people dancing around in their living rooms with their dirty plates out. I feel like people are going to really put effort and like put on a show. I think Mateo is going to... Um, well, he's DJing. And then I yes. think a lot of the... I think a lot of the queens who are going to be there are really going to be like turning the party. I'm excited to see Abora, Alaska, Tenderoni. Tenderoni. If Tenderoni is just not out here kicking, doing jump kicks the entire jump time. Jump kicks. Whips, whip cracks. Whip and cracks you, you, there's a, what's going on with the, a lot of people are jumping on live. You jumped on I, live with Trantica. Well, last night Trantica asked what I was up to, or sorry, T-Rex, T-Rex. asked what I was up to. I said, <laughs> I'll hop on live, and then she had like a little show going, and I was just the co-host. It was fun. I got some Venmo coins from it. Yes, which was lovely. My Venmo is spiciest people. You know, I accept money from white people. <laughs> I'm really over here sitting down, like I'm about to write this wicked show, and I'm thinking you need to be in it, Dip Dip. Oh, finally, I get a performance opportunity. You normally snuff me for those. Well, as production. <laughs> oh, you just want me to be involved. Yes. Yeah, this I'm is not gonna be in it. Such a weird experiment in like podcasting. Right, because you're just on the phone with me. Yeah. And I'm just like sitting in my room at home. It is it is weird because normally we look at each other, normally we have these big mics in front of us and we're like looking at an outline. But I listen, everything is changing, the world is changing. Um I watched that have you seen Sex Education on Netflix? No, I don't. I don't. don't okay, you don't watch that. That's your only comment. I don't. I don't watch that. Well, I've seen a little bit of it, but it's just not for me. I like high school nostalgia, and I like um, a British high school. Well, the thing about it is because I was like, where does this take place? Because they literally like they're walking on like backwoods roads, but somehow there's a bus, and somehow they can walk to everyone's house and. I mean, I'm about to start season two. I only binged season one. But and somehow they're like, come over for dinner. It's at 7 p.m. And it's like still light outside. So I don't fully understand like what time of year it is, where it is, like north of the equator. Like, is it up near Greenland because of like the the light? Like, I'm so curious about the world. And then I read an article and the creator specifically did like Americana nostalgic high school tropes set in a British environment. But like the high school is very American. The fact that they don't wear uniforms is very American. The fact that the athletes wear letterman jackets is American, but they all have British accents and it's like set in the, like the, the British countryside. I don't know. It makes you think that you asked me, you asked me what I was doing for entertainment. That's it. I have another question. Let's move it forward. What's been your favorite snack so far since our last podcast? Um, okay, I will say I have the jalapeno cheddar Cheetos 
that I'm waiting to eat. Mm-hmm. They're going to be mm-hmm. like a reward for me in the future because I just, I don't know yet. I don't know when I want to eat them because they're so good. I mean, that's something you really got to save because it's something you know you're going to try to do in multiple sittings, but it's just going to be one. I know. I didn't do like bulk buys. I I shopped pretty regularly. And then I got like a handful of things that like if I could not, could not leave the house. Like if I got sick, I've got like some ramen and some like backup soups that I could survive on if I like was sick and infectious and had to leave the house. Yeah, the only real bulk thing we got was rice and like pasta but not even that much pasta i don't know yeah i i just keep on planning on going to the store and i don't care how terrible it is for me how bad is it for us to go to the store well okay so i'm glad you bring this up so um the the guest on today's episode oh yeah we have a guest so so we have a guest and again um apologies for all the meatball stands out there because of um the just the way that i'm getting written out of my own podcast (laughs) because of the way that the tech lined up today i did the interview alone um but we have uh our special guest is um james simmons and he is a nurse practitioner and the founder between a nurse practitioner and a and a registered nurse. You're about to find out, Diva. I asked all the hard-hitting questions. We talk about um, that. We talk about social distancing. He works at a hospital, and he's telling us – he talked to us about, like, what's actually going on um, with the coronavirus in Los Angeles with COVID-19 right now. So uh, – you know, it's a it's a it's a good interview. It's a little bit serious, um, just because we're dealing with some serious shit. Well, we're in some dark times, you know. Sometimes you got to hear it. So we're gonna send you off to this interview, and after it, we'll be back with more shenanigiggery. So enjoy the interview. Ah. better is easy with factors delicious ready-to-eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter 
broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppysecconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Thank you for rolling with the punches. I know this has been like a totally nutso um, time and and I'm over here stressed out trying to get my podcast out, but you are actually <laughs> a medical professional. Yeah, I sure am. It's an extra level of stress. <laughs> yeah, I bet. How are like what is what's even happening right now? You work at a hospital? I do. Yeah. So um, I work at one of the major academic research institutions here in Los Angeles. And uh, uh, in addition to doing all this kind of media stuff I do. So I was in the hospital yesterday and, you know, it is a big change. The last time I was in the hospital was just like four days before. And even in just those four days, there is a massive change in how everyone is sort of feeling about this and the energy that people have around it. And you know, our preparedness, there were like seven different meetings yesterday and everyone's like, we're, you know, the plan is coming together and we have all this personal protective equipment. People are running around in what look like hazmat suits. Like it's starting to get real juicy up in that hospital. Yeah. Is it, does it feel like, is there like a panic or is it like people are like, now's the time that all of my training is ready to be called to action? Yeah, much more the latter. Now is the time for our our training to be called to action, because I think one of the things we do really well, you know, I'm a nurse practitioner, so I'm a nurse by training, but I also am able to like, you know, I prescribe meds and diagnose people and sort of run the show, if you will. And one of the things we sort of learn is to not panic. But I will tell you there, you see people, the looks on people's faces and just the energy that everyone has is like, oh, shit this is actually happening. Like everything that they've said was going to happen is really starting to happen. And so I don't think health professionals in general are scared more than they're worried about like running out of resources like Italy has, like being overcrowded, having to decide, do we intubate a 75 year old or a 45 year old when they both need it? You know, those types of things are what we're really worried about. Wow. So, so back up for a second. You are a nurse practitioner. Yes, I am. Which is different. I'm glad that you're engaging in the culture of our podcast, which is uh, to be wacky and funny, even in a time like this. Um, okay, that's good, because I'm sort of always a wacky and funny person, and I feel like there's actually no better time than in the middle of like a pandemic that is a once in a generation sort of thing to happen. Like We got to be a little wacky and funny. Totally. Um what is the difference between a nurse practitioner and a nurse? Uh, nurse practitioners are also nurses. So we went to nursing school. We have bachelors, at least a bachelor's of science in nursing to start. And then 
we go on and get a master's of science in nursing that allows us to prescribe medications just like a physician and diagnose diseases just like a physician. Oh, um, so yeah. So basically what I do in the hospital is what you think of a doctor doing. So I will go into the room. I'll talk with the patient and the family. I'll assess the patient. I'll be like, I think you have appendicitis and your appendix needs to come out. So then I will come out and put in some orders and the nurses will start doing my, my orders. They'll do my bidding <laughs> while I call this <laughs> while I call the surgeon. And I'm like, hey, you know, I think my sister over here needs her appendix taken out. And right. the surgeon comes down and agrees and does their thing. So that's that's what nurse, the difference between nurse practitioners and nurses. Oh, got it. OK. Sickening. But you're are you training to be a doctor? No, this is this is actually, you know, that's so funny. We get that question all the time. Well, um, I read on your website that you're a doctoral candidate, but is that more of an academic doctor than like a MD? Cute. Look at you doing your little research beforehand. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> so, yes, I am a doctoral candidate. So so nursing has two doctorates. So like a Ph.D. So you can be a you can be a doctor nurse in two ways. Uh, like PhDs are generally, they teach in academia, right? They do like research, all the super important stuff. In fact, like the reason we we quite literally uh, vaccinate kids as young as nine against HPV is actually because of a PhD nurse's research. Like she changed the world and oh, I actually wow. happen to know her. Like, yeah, super cool. I'm sure Jenny Nursing- McCarthy probably hates her. Oh my God, girl. <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> you Just brought up kidding. the devil. Yeah. Right. Uh, can we just put her, a mask on her? Uh-huh. I don't even like her as a judge. Um, the other doctorate is like a practice doctorate. So we kind of get like a mini MBA. We learn how to like run hospital systems, do media stuff like a lot of what I do. We we learn sort of the like operations of hospital systems, things like that. And so you have people who are like CEOs of hospital systems, insurance companies, things like that, who are doctors of nursing practice. Um, and that's that's what I will have in June. Oh, go off. Yeah. Yeah, I'll in June. So you're able to yeah. still go to school right now? Or I guess it's all in practice at the hospital, huh? Yeah, so a lot of it is is the work we do in the hospital counts. And then we have some like practic- practicum hours. And then we have a big project. So my, you know, just all doctoral level, you know, a doctorate of poetry at some point had to do some sort of like research project, right? So, right. Um, or like a dissertation. So mine is studying if Instagram can be a tool to increase usage of prep in 18 to 35 year old black gay men. Whoa, that is so specific. And I get it. How cool. <laughs> it is super specific, right? Because I wanted to ultimately be like, Instagram's going to change the world and we're going to get everybody on prep. But in research land, you have to sort of prove whether or not what you want to do can work in a small population right? and then build upon that. And unfortunately, every other sociodemographic within the G's of the LGBTQs, right? So all like white gay men, older gay men, all those rates of HIV are falling except for that age group, 18 to 35 year old black gay men and rates of HIV are actually still rising. In wow. Yeah. So prep itself to clarify, doesn't mean the pill you take. It means that you are involved in uh, pre-exposure prophylaxis, but it could be either this Discovy pill or the Truvada. 
Yeah. So when we when we reference PrEP, you got it. It's those two medications, Descovy or Truvada. Most people are on Truvada just because that's the one that's been around longer. Right. And PrEP is that, you know, you take the pill once a day and it is 95 to 99 percent effective at preventing the transmission of, of HIV. And what, you know, a lot of the research has shown is that like young black men who have sex with other men know about the medication, but they don't trust it yet. And oh, interesting. I think there's a lots of really good reasons for that. Like the medical institution for a long time has left black people behind. I mean, I don't know if you've heard of the Tuskegee experiments, but we were literally giving black people syphilis to see what happens if we don't treat it. Yeah. And that was like in our parents' generation, right? It's crazy. So there's sort of a lot of mistrust out there. And so what was communicated to the community for a long time was don't have gays, don't have sex, you're going to get AIDS. And then 30 years later, they just someone flips the switch just like that and it's like oh never mind haha <laughs> just kidding take this pill and you'll be fine and the community's like wait a minute <laughs> like you've been telling us we, you know don't have sex we're gonna get AIDS, and now you want us to take this pill and both messages were so flawed right um that you know we're just trying to do everything we can to like bring culturally appropriate education to people who 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 really need it and involving those communities right like i identify as a queer black man and I think it is important being a queer black man that I have bring that representation to like boring places like research and academia. <laughs> but then you also you're you're on Instagram. Your Instagram handle is ask the NP NP being nurse practitioner. And you also are on the radio, correct? Uh, yeah, I am. So I do a lot of um like on air medical expert stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so, so like what you're doing on the podcast right now, like what I'm doing on the podcast right now. Exactly. Although I will tell you, this is way more fun because I get to like swear and, and <laughs> be a little loose, you know, sometimes on big Dipper on TV, I will tell you they'll they'll be like, okay, we have two minutes and you need to talk about this specific thing. And you know, you're like all buttoned up and whatever. And you right. Do a little TV head and it's cute. Uh, but I don't really get to kiki on CBS. You know what I mean? Um, but like the radio, actually the radio station that I'm on the most is actually a gay radio station. It's a nationally syndicated queer radio station. Right. And that's broadcast on the internet, right? It's like, uh, isn't it radio? What is it called? Radio Q? Q? Yeah. Channel it's, Q? It's called Channel, Channel Q. Yep. Channel and Q. They, Channel Q. There you go. And it's part of the intercom family. So like uh, a lot of places that's like AMP, but like in LA, that's like AMP Radio, K Rock, oh, okay. all those big stations. It's a part of that group. And so in some places around the country, it's on the actual radio. Um, and then other places that, you know, you can stream it online or through the radio.com app. Cute. Okay. Oh, no, so she's real cute. I, so now that you've proven your resume that you. Uh, <laughs> do you want me to do more? So no, 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 no. I asked you I to and you did it. I love that. Um, <laughs> what I want to talk about is what is on everyone's mind. And we started to talk about a little bit, but uh, Miss Corona is here. We are all, oh. hopefully all the slops out there are completely <laughs> uh, social distanced from everyone else and isolating themselves in quarantine. Um one thing I thought was interesting that you were talking about that I think a lot of people maybe don't know is like Corona is a family of viruses and this is one mm -hmm. of them. Sort of like a, a drag family, like a house. Yeah. It, 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 it's like a house. But oh, someone should name that. Like someone should own the house. I wonder if I could be the mother of House of Rona. Yeah, but I don't think anybody <laughs> is trying to rep that shit. <laughs> right. No one would. 
what would you walk though? Like, what would you walk if you were house? Can you walk disease? Can you walk uh, walking (laughs) pandemic? Like, I don't know that you can. Give give me pneumonia, bitch. Give me pneumonia. No, Um, you're you're very good. So Corona. So like SARS, we heard of SARS. Yes. Um, and MERS, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. Those are both also coronaviruses. So you're right. Coronavirus is a family. The reason that we've been trying really hard to call this one COVID-19 is so that we can differentiate it. Um, so COVID-19 is, uh, and I believe it's, it's either the fourth or the fifth of the coronaviruses that we've discovered. And so its specific name is COVID-19. So it's like the bastard little stepbrother um, that is now part of the family. And obviously, you know, she's been wreaking havoc because even like SARS and MERS, did some damage and they were really bad, but they went away. They didn't last this long and they didn't seem to be this widespread or as deadly. Right. This one is really, really taking its, not only taking its toll, obviously, but it's, it's spread so much faster yeah. and, and more extensively than I think a lot of people thought was going to happen. And that we were, I won't say prepared for it because we were prepared for it, but certain individuals decided not to take some shit seriously. Yeah, of course. So where we're almost, we're almost at that precipice of like too little, too late. Almost. I was just daydreaming with a friend of mine about, um, what it would be like under a different administration and like the amount of like daily video messages we would be receiving and like uh free <laughs> free bumped up uh, internet access and you know like uh-huh. just yeah anyhow um all, all of those things would have been different for sure so what do you have to say to people who are like oh social distancing self-isolation quarantine all of that is an overreaction what's going on i'm not sick uh, you know, I, I hate to sort of be Debbie Downer and I hate to really beat people up. No, that's, this that's is, really... hello, we're living in a fucking unprecedented <laughs> time. So let the, let the dummies have it. Right. Let them have it. Well, so what I do have to say is, you know, it is very now, the first time now a friend of a friend has died. He was 34 years old. He lives here in LA. He just died today. Uh, the day we're, you know, the re- of recording of this podcast, and he had asthma as an underlying condition. That was it. And so, I, I think this is real. This is, you know, I, unfortunately, I think we told so many people early on, and this is still true. But the message that got out there was only old and or sick people are dying of this. And right. what we're finding is that. That's the majority of people, but it's not everybody. And on top of that, guess who gives it to the old and sick people? Because let me tell you, I work with a lot of old people and a lot of sick people. And we tell them when we tell them stay home, they stay home because right. they know better. They get it. But guess who's been giving it to these people? It's been all of us who are younger and the people who are not listening to the social distancing. You know, they were, I know so many people who went to like, like part, like house parties this weekend and I'm like, well, your little house party of 20 people is still a gathering of 20 people, and you guys are all spreading it to each other, and then you're going to go, and you're going to touch the gas pump on the way home. Well, then the, the 50-year-old woman who's taking care of her 85-year-old grandmother is going to come touch that gas pump right behind you, and then she's going to go home and take care of her mother, and their mother's going to get it. Like, no, it's it's not about you, and we need everybody for once to like not be selfish, not be so millennial about this. And just be like, look, if I got to shut my shit down for three weeks to help save the world, like, so be it. 
Right. We have to think of ourselves as like self-sacrificing. And if you got to be egotistical about it, think of yourself as a superhero and your superpower is staying the fuck inside. Correct. Like whatever you, whatever you need to do, if you need to make this about yourself, cool. Then just if everyone, everyone wants to be a goddamn Instagram influencer or whatever. Right. So now's your time to stay home, come up with some content, shoot some videos or get your little only fan site or just fans or like whatever, or like, you know, I love wearing heels. I could practice walking in heels, you know, like whatever you need to do to stay your butt at home. And I, you know, I I clown a little bit, but ultimately this is, we have not seen something like this since the Spanish flu of 1918 and 1919. And that killed, that killed somewhere between 50 and a hundred million people globally. And the only reason that they think the Spanish flu stopped killing people is that it killed everybody. It was going to kill. Like, wow, that was it. Like if you got the Spanish flu and got over it, you were lucky. If you were going to get the Spanish flu and die from it, you got it and you died from it. Like that's how bad it was. And now a hundred years later, we have so much better technology. We have so much better medicine. We have so much better means of telling people we know how to control this. If you guys would just listen to us. And I know this is what I keep telling people. You have to be comfortable being uncomfortable right now. I know you didn't want to get hooked up with boo for three weeks. Like I know you were about to break up with them. (laughs) I know, you know, I know we're all a little thirsty. You want to go out and get your little something, something like, You're going to have to save all those Tinder grinder growlers, whatever, and just wait a few weeks until you go see those folks. But I promise you it will be worth it because if you don't do that, you might not be around to get you that D. What 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 about these idiots who are literally I mean, obviously, if you're already like living with your partner and you're cohabitating in a biome, like fuck all you want. But like, what about all these people who are who are um, out here still trying to hook up like quarantine bay? Like, what the hell? (laughs) And that's actually a thing. I literally was just talking to a friend right before right before we talked who was like, and she's a cis straight woman. And she was like, you know, that this dude has really been tripping on me to come over. And, you know, I really, she was like, I'm really thirsty. Like, should I go over there? And I was like, no, because especially that guy's office is still not closed. Mm. So that guy's, that guy's been going in, working in offices, being around these people. And I was like, look, babe, like you, I know we all feel invincible to this because we're right at the precipice of this, being something where everyone's going to have a story. I guarantee you two weeks from now, everyone is going to have a story. Everyone's going to be like, Oh, my friend got it. My cousin got it. So-and-so died, like whatever, but we're not there yet. And because it's not impacting people personally, they don't want to take it seriously. And right. so, yep. Yep. You, I think just bust out your, your toys honey, and your special lube. If you've been working on that toy and you haven't made any progress, now is the time. Take it to the base. Get get in it. Get get your get your porn hub going or your favorite site. Like those guys need money too, right? Get paid for your porn. Like do whatever you need to do. I I promise you it will be worth it, even though it's gonna be difficult. It will be worth it. And where do you see the overall impact, like, like length of time? Like I, I, I'm kind of a pessimist and I'm throwing the rock pretty far, but I'm like, I don't, I don't like, I think this is going to be definitely a couple months and then people are still going to be sort of freaked out. So it's, things are not going to be back to normal really for a long time. 
it, it is going to be a long time. I like, I, I was going to ask you how far are you throwing your rock? And I think you're right at about uh, a couple of months. And, and I think this is going to be sort of in phases. Yeah. So I think we're, we're going to be locked down, you know, right now, everyone's the president and, you know, whatever are saying 15 days. I, I think it's going to go longer than that. I, I think it's probably going to be more like a month. Right. Um, that, that we're really going to be locked down. And then we're going to slowly start to come out of this. But what we're going to find is the, the economic repercussions of this are going to be really, really significant. And what we're going to what's going to happen is the number of cases that are happening is probably going to peak about 30 to 45 days from now. And the numbers are going to start coming down. But that means people are still getting the disease and still getting sick from it and still dying from it. So we're still going to have to be really extra careful. We're still going to really reinforce social distancing, but maybe not to the extent that we're trying to do it now. I think that, I mean, I think we're talking about like Labor Day, like early September before any of us feel a sense of normalcy. Right. I think we're still going to be seeing massive amounts of cases through most of the year, probably. And yeah. the econ- economic impact of this is, is going to be, it's going to last years for sure. Well, this millennial uh, generation, we've been scalped just one thing after the other. Oh, Ain't no God. way to amass wealth over here. <laughs> Student loan debt. Honey. Nobody has a job. Yeah. A recession. Miss Corona. All of it. Well, listen, uh, um, I, you know, uh, I wish Meepal could be on this phone call with us. Unfortunately, we're having some tech issues and sort of more than two people on the on the, the stream all of a sudden, you know, we're all using the Internet right now. So that's everyone's Internet is overloaded, too. Sure. Yeah. So um, but I know he says hello. And uh, once things are less hectic, back. we would love to have you on to talk about STDs because we love to talk about STDs. But ain't nobody should be Ooh. hoeing right now. So we should not be talking about STDs. <laughs> STDs right now. Right. I think that whole syphilis explosion that was going on last year, that should pretty much go away because everybody should be standing their asses at home. Exactly. I think your hands should be raw from masturbating. I think And raw fine. from washing. <laughs> and, and thank you. I love it that that the you were the one, not the public health professional. You were you like, were jerk like, off, jerk off, jerk off. And I'm like, wash your hands. <laughs> and I'm like, wash your hands. <laughs> so you've been doing That's some great. really great updates on your Instagram. Uh, people can find you at ask the NP. You got it. Um, and uh, thanks for being on the show, James. I really appreciate it. Of course. My, absolutely. My pleasure. Always happy to come back and talk. And hopefully next time that happens, it can be about... Uh, like you said, STDs or something even a little bit more fun than this this damn Morona. Yeah, Morona exactly. Co- and we'll have Corona. you in person after we no longer need to stand six to eight feet away from one another. <laughs> exactly. That works great. I'm really uh, honored, honored to have been on. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. You got it. Wow, we're back. We're back. Have you been doing a lot of singing? I have. I more than normal lately, and apparently I'm doing it when I don't even realize I'm doing it. Well, I guess you're a songstress in the making. I mean, I hope so. I I was recently on Tony Soto's podcast, and he said at the end of these eight weeks that he wants to be able to do a full split. I don't think it's going to happen. 
Tony? Well, he said he Tony? did the research, and he said that uh, it only takes four weeks to learn to do a full split if you practice 30 minutes every day. And since he has an older, elderly body, did you say should be fine. 30 minutes every day? 30 minutes every day, and you should be able to do a full split in four weeks. So he's giving himself eight weeks. And we came up with a bet that if I can sing the Wicked Riff in eight weeks correctly. Well, you already sing it correctly. But I don't hit the note right. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, right. You, but you want to really go up there. I want to try to get up there as, as close to it as I can get. Maybe we can get Adina to be on the show. Can Not you imagine? Shit I've said about her. Her assistant being like, hey, these two faggots who have a tiny podcast want you to come talk on the show. One of them is obsessed with you. <laughs> um, speaking of music, if you search on apple music coronavirus or COVID 19 there are so many people making music now labeled this like there is literally there's literally an album called coronavirus and the songs are sars bird flu like all of these other disease like like people are really just like we're a week maybe a little more into this you put something day four i bottomed i was like this is day seven diva where have you been well, day four of me being fully quarantined. Yeah. So you were being dangerous prior to four days ago, huh? Not, I wasn't doing like anything actually dangerous. I was still like just not contacting people, but I was out more. Like now I feel like it's probably safer if I just don't even go, like leave the house. Like don't go on motorcycle rides. Don't go out. Don't go for a walk. Yeah. I think it's always been the safer choice for the world if you don't do those things. <laughs> so text, um listen texter michael saying keep it down close the door keep it down close the door jesus this, i i pay for this house too right you're like the the white bunny i got on venmo pays for this house um so listen someone tagged us someone named at biochem eight five seven nine one four three zero which seems like a an insane username on Twitter. Um, but, <laughs> but tagged us in a, in a video that is circulating. It's a TikTok video of someone uh, doing a story time uh, that we want to uh, play for you here. No, I do story times on YouTube, but now I'm going to do one for TikTok. So basically this is my crazy Tinder date. So I had this, I was talking to this guy on Tinder and we actually were really cool. He was really, really cute. And he was like, come over to my house. I'll cook for you. We'll have a cute movie date, whatever the case may be. Boom. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to come over. So he cooks me spaghetti and meatballs and the spaghetti and meatballs were really good. And as we're sitting down on the couch and we're watching the movie, my stomach starts to hurt a little bit. I guess I meant so far and I actually literally shit it on myself. Yes, I shit it on myself. So I shit it on myself and I ran to the bathroom and I was telling him I have to go I have to go he was like no don't worry about it I'll put it in the washing machine I have some shorts for you whatever the case may be so I give it to him he puts it in the washing machine I get in the shower I come out the shower this man is on the couch with my shitty drawers going like this playing with it and it comes to find out he has a shit fetish long story short he put laxative in my dinner so that way I could shit myself so he could play with my shit that's my crazy symptom today Meatball, what are your feelings about that? That's this week's fuck talk submission. I think he should sue. <laughs> he needs to get some money from that man. What would you do if someone like, I mean, basically that's like date rape. It's in a insane. Way. The, the idea 
that of poisoning somebody right and you're like you're so hard pressed to play with shit and i guess play with shit that isn't yours yeah you could just play with your own poopies but i think it probably doesn't work like that like you you probably want to play with shit that isn't yours uh i don't know uh no offense if you like shit play or whatever. It's just not for me. I think the grossest part was the hand motions that he was making. Yes, he was that's like, true. I came out of the bathroom and he was going. Ooh. He was playing with the doo-doo. Um, this is a video. It is on TikTok. It does have 1.2 million views. And the the username, you can find it on Twitter. It's reposted on Twitter. Is underscore amazing K, K-A-Y. Uh, if you want to find what we're talking about, I just like I I'm I'm obsessed, and of course it was a gay man. I'm obsessed with the schemes that gay men can come up with to get what they want sexually. Mm-mm. You don't Mm-mm. like schemes. I don't like schemes, scams, or scheming. <laughs> schemes, scams, scheming. You know, I was thinking about my own fuck talk, and mm-hmm. I'm just remembering the last dick I sucked, which was a fond memory for me. It was oh, yeah? like How'd it go? two and a half weeks ago. It was in Long Beach. Um, I drove out there. Um, and this is a guy whose dick I suck r- regularly, maybe like once a month I go there. But he has the ability to, I've talked about his dick on the, the podcast in the past. He has the ability to like come like like a, a, one-two, a one-two punch, if you will. Um and I will not. What does that mean? More like, than once? Like come and twice. It, like he'll he'll like completely come and then I'll and then I'll just like keep sucking his dick and then like truly two minutes later it's like another full blast of Oh. I was expecting it to be like forty five minutes later. Like no, 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 no. It's two quick. minutes later. Good for him. It's quick and he doesn't have to refract. There is no refractory Good for him, period. Or maybe he needs to see a doctor. <laughs> No, I think it's good for him. And so okay. I I sucked him off. He came twice. And when I lifted my head up, he said, okay, why are you breathing so heavy now? What do you mean? <laughs> I feel like you're doing that on purpose. No. Now, don't say Candyman three times. Um, uh, say my name. Say my name. <laughs> just the slowest say my name, Bob. You can it made have. me laugh so hard. Really? Yeah, it worked with the other movie with us, whatever that song was. I, I got, got five, five on, on it. Because that was actually like really creepy. But Say My Name is like not a spooky song. Also, wasn't there like for the longest time, like a club bop of Say My Name that was like pitched down and slowed down and we were all into it? Yeah. Well, like a chopped and screwed version. That's what they call it. You're from H-Town. It's the chopped I'm and from screwed. H-Town. H-Town, down. Bam, bam. Maybe he was saying A Town. He was okay. Usher was saying A Town, but Beyonce says H Town. The more you know. So I lifted my head up after giving giving the gentleman a beach, and um, he uh, he said, "Look at your face; it's covered in my cum." And I liked hearing him say that. That's my fuck talk. I just remembered a fuck talk because I was thinking about when you were talking about that sex sex party you went to at the hotel where you had to pay $20 to get in. Oh, yeah. And then I saw a famous person in there. Well. <laughs> famous. Then I saw a person that uh, a lot of people You saw a person know. related to a famous person. Stop! Um, who's been on that famous person's okay, TV. Okay, stop. 
and his name is stop okay um oh it was like the first time i went to like a real sex party here in la and how uncomfortable it was where was it it was one of those ones okay it was a growler hookup invite thing and it was but it was like free to get in but it was just like come at nine o'clock clothes have to be off by 11 party definitely ends at one and it's like come to this apartment and so i i went but i was like very nervous because i had never done anything so i remember like circling the block three or four times and like sitting out in front of the building in north hollywood yeah love north hollywood for sex parties that's wow. where they mostly are that or I, Van uh, why 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 well they got the space i um, guess and so it was just like an apartment building with like a code that you had to type in. And for some reason I was like so embarrassed that I didn't want to go do it. But I saw like so many like bearish guys going that I was like, this is absolutely this place. Like, and then I saw, uh, saw a couple people that I kind of knew go in and I was like, this is going to be uncomfortable, but I still went in because I was very horny. And I just remember it was like such a weird situation. Cause when we first walked in, it was basically everyone. I got there late, so everyone just had to be naked. So the first thing you did when you walked through the door was just, I just took my clothes off and like folded them up and put them on the floor. How many people were there? Oh, it was, that's the part that was so crazy. It was packed. Oh my God. There was like 50 people. There's people in the living room. There was a snack table. Like it was like kind of how you described the other one, but it was just like all terrible snacks and nobody was hooking up. Oh my god! Everyone was just like lining the wall, oh my and I was god. like, "Oh, this is so uncomfortable." And the worst part was that I basically like did a lap, saw two people that I kind of knew, and, and I was like made eye contact and then just picked up my things and left. Oh my god! So that's my sex story. So you didn't get any cummies? No, because it was like I no one was. No one would initiate. Like, I was walking around giving that look, just trying to make any eye contact with anyone that I didn't know. You know, gr- tinkled a little tingles, you know what I mean? Consentually yes, touched I do genitals. know what you mean when you say, tinkle a little tinkles. Tinkles. But it was just, a, it was like a, a funny situation where it's like, I feel like someone needs to initiate, and I don't know why I'm always so nervous to be the person to just, like, drop on my knees and be like, all right, come on, come on, bring me that dick. So you bottomed again this week, though. I did. Who initiated that? Um, me. Because you, you came out of the bathroom and you were like, listen, I think I'm clean. Let's do- I, for, I was like, for once. <laughs> for once, I'm open this for muddy, This muddy swamp is ready to go. <laughs> My my hole is like the Venice Canals. There's dolphins in it now. <laughs> I wish I could do a dolphin song. Hey, listen. Um, I know this is weird uh, that we're not in the same room. So, uh, well, shout out to you, Meatball, for doing this on the phone. Um, shout out to our producer, Anna, for uh dealing with all of this and um shout out to all you slops for sticking with us we're gonna keep putting out podcasts every friday we're gonna keep doing episodes we're we're gonna make these better we're gonna figure out how to make this better for everybody but thank you for sticking through with us yeah and listen stay the fuck inside yeah don't go outside anymore you guys yeah um so if you need anything order it off amazon now yeah, you but also I read only if you need it, don't order dumb shit that you don't actually need because all those people still have to go to work. Well, if I want my Barbies, I want my Barbies. No. 
I read it's like not. I don't know. There's no soap on there. There's no soap on Amazon. Did you sniffle? Are you sick? How are yeah. you feeling? You sniffle? Uh, I got dry coughs. You got an itchy eye. Okay, don't don't joke about that. I gotta go outside. I gotta touch everything. Don't joke about that. Before I pass along. Stop. Be the change you want to see in the world, and the change I want to see in the world is you staying inside. Um, the change I you... want to see in the world is you dead. <laughs> If you have suggestions for what we can do during this time of isolation on the podcast, send us an email to sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. Or if you have a good fuck talk story, send it our way as well. And you can I've give us. I've taken up rug making. I make, I make rugs. You make rugs. I'll, I'll make you one. You'll I, like it. I can't wait to walk all over your work. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can follow me at Big Dipper Jelly and at Spiciest Meatball is Meatball on Instagram and Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. I think the Twitter spot is going to be where the good shit is these days. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess. Oh, we'll s- and also, I'm going to start making content on my YouTube. So subscribe to my YouTube, which is Meatball Queen. Oh, shocking. going to be fun. Um, I have all these makeup palettes and things that people have given me for free, and I think I'm going to start using them. Oh, yeah. You should paint your butt. <gasps> I should make my butt look like Alphaba. <laughs> and then I, <gasps> that's what I should learn how to fart the riff. Have you seen that video? That's like a video of people. It's like a like a gotcha video of a farting butt. No. It looks like it's like a video of people in a grocery store and then it cuts to a full image of a butthole and it's going and then it's Dave Chappelle going, gotcha. Sounds like my type of humor. Cardi B posted it. You didn't see that? Coronavirus. All right. We have to end this. Now it's just turning into a phone call. Okay. Bye, everyone. Love you. I'll see you later. Forever at home. Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a Forever Dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Rams. Our logo art was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. Forever. Forever.